Foster. And this week on Living in the Pages, I get a chance to reconnect with She Said, He Said, Erica, and Matt. I love them. Stay tuned. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Matt and Erica. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you on for a second time. I feel so honored. For a and performance. also, like, are, are you a glutton for punishment? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I have a surprise for you. Uh-oh. I have a special guest. Hey, Matt. Hey, Erica. <gasps> Holly Is it Ray? Holly? Yes. <laughs> Hi, Holly. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm That's so excited awesome. <laughs> so what a great surprise. Yes. You know, the funny thing is I was listening to your podcast this morning where Holly interviewed you. Oh, really? And I was thinking to myself, gosh, I miss them so much. I haven't talked to either of them in a while. Yeah. And so this is like an extra special treat. I thought it was going to be a guy, honestly. You know, like Sorry, it, it would even things up. Yeah. You know? Well, Nate's <laughs> here, but I can't seem to get him to talk enough. Nate, help a brother out. Come on. <laughs> but that's, You're on my own. Oh, he said so. He said something. Don't let him edit it out. He spoke. Oh, that's awesome. Holly, it's good to hear from you. You Same with you, Bella. I just was coveting being with you guys because I saw your picture with Kennedy Ryan, too. And I was like, oh. It was so fun. She's my favorite, too. She's fantastic. And it was such a spare the moment thing or spur of the moment. You know, do you ever do that? I've been saying spare the moment for years. And it's supposed (laughs) to be spur. Anyway, sidetrack. So Kennedy sent a message out in her reader group and said, hey, I'm going to be in town in L.A. in a couple of days. Anyone want to meet up? And it was so last minute. And so I took the train in with a friend and we were able to like just listen to her basically talk for an hour and a half. I mean, she's such a force. It was so good. Amazing. So wise. Everything she says has so much power to it. There's so much value to it. So. Yeah, I just found myself kind of hypnotized by what she was saying. Even if she was just talking about her lemon drop, I was like, wow, you just make this sound like the most perfect thing in the whole world. (laughs) (laughs) I've been really excited to see her books becoming more and more successful. Definitely. Especially after that Rita, it's nice that she's getting more attention now. So tell me what you guys have been reading what are your favorite books of the year? Well, it's funny you mentioned Kennedy because I'm currently reading The Kingmaker right now. Oh, yeah. Um, which is part of her duet. I just started Kingmaker. I'm like 10% in, but I'm just totally enamored with her writing. She does so much research when she writes. Yes. So I love that. It's like, it's not just a romance or it's not just a mystery. It's like you're getting history and it. And, In this particular book, we're learning a lot about a particular Native American tribe and like their traditions. And it's just fascinating. It's something I had never known anything about. So I feel like I'm really learning something. What about you, Matt? Yeah, I don't want to follow that. (laughs) It makes it sound all powerful. I'm going to be like, I'm reading Calvin and Hobbes. Um, There's always room for uh, Calvin. Right. (laughs) Uh, I'm reading right now The Starless Sea by Erin Morganson. Okay. She did The Night Circus. Oh, yes. And so this is her new book. It only took her 10 years to write it. Follow up. It's crazy. I mean, it's so good. It's stories within stories within stories. Like this guy finds an old book from a hundred years ago and 
he reads a chapter that's about him and he's like what how did how did this even happen and and then just kind of starts this journey it's it's fun it's bizarre it's totally interesting and uh not as exciting and powerful as kennedy ryan (laughs) (laughs) but still it sounds like it's just as important and just as challenging of a read i mean i can't imagine writing a book like that no i can't imagine that no wonder it took her 10 years right so we just posted a review on the institute by stephen king and matt read the ebook and i listened to the audiobook um, which was narrated by Santino Fontana. Mm-hmm. It was excellent, but it was a challenging read in its own respect in that it focuses a lot on kids and kind of, mm. you know, pushing them to the limit and kind of experimenting on them. And so it was tough to read. But as Matt points out in the review, like there was nothing super inappropriate. There's no sexual abuse. So I'm glad he stayed away from that. Yeah. But it was a good book. Was it? Yeah. I like that one a lot. Okay. I think we came up with like a list. Babe, didn't you come up with a list of your favorites? I did. Yeah. So I feel like I need to mention The Wives I'm Regretting You because they come out this month. And I know some people listening to this may have not read it yet. Yes. But I absolutely love those books. Um, The Wives just kept me on the edge of my seat. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know how it was going to end. Um, I love books like that. And um, Regretting You is a mother-daughter narrated story. And yeah, I'm it, excited to read that one, too. It's so good. My mom and I actually did the review for that one. And uh. um, she was really nervous about it. But it ended up being a really fun experience. Those definitely stand out as two top ones for me what about you matt i would say the two that we haven't talked about daisy jones and the six that audiobook i heard the audio especially because well, it's not one narrator two narrators doing you know 20 voices it's it's like they cast hmm. it but it sounded more like an old radio show kind of thing where you know you have different actors playing different roles but you're listening to it and it was really good and then I think we would be remiss if we didn't mention the first girl child. That yes. was mm-hmm. awesome. It's hard to come up with like a favorite of the year, but that one yep. is definitely, definitely one of the more epic, huge books we read. Um, but there's this there's this character that I kind of want to talk about um, in this book okay. called, uh, it was like, 500 miles or 5,000, <laughs> 300, yes. something like that. Uh-huh, um, yeah, whatever. Can we just talk about how terrible of a person Heather is? And, uh, isn't yeah, I mean, she like, I the worst? Use, I want to use other language, but I'm not sure. Uh, a beyond. Yes. yes, exactly. I mean, she is she. I mean, you wrote an excellent villain. I don't know where that came from but you're, you're so such a nice time, person yeah right? not right evil because i am so great yes it's all it's all a lie though because now now we know and then turn around and write downfall with yeah. 
lots of uh, adult interactions oh. that make me blush even now just thinking uh, about Speaking it. of, this was a question on my list of what's been making you blush lately, Matt? <laughs> I've been trying so hard not to. I've been trying to desensitize oh. myself, but it doesn't work. It's not possible, No, it? it's been too long. That one got Sorry me. Sorry about that. Downfall was, uh, yeah, because, and especially knowing you, I was like, will I grow fish? <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> it was time for a little mixing Ooh. it up. Good and gracious. When I read your uh, review on Downfall, I laughed so hard when I got to Matt's part in it. <laughs> oh, man. And then Kennedy Ryan, we read Hookshot. And that one, good gracious. Good gracious. That one... <laughs> That one got me too. So, but I think uh, filthy vows probably made him blush. Maybe ooh. I didn't even want to say the word. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't read that one yet, yes. but I've heard a little bit about it and can imagine his yes, it's, uh, his poor face. It's all about a couple and, and fantasies and potentially bringing those fantasies to life. And yeah, it was just very. <laughs> let's just say it ended with a bang. Oh. It just got really hot. Okay. In here. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Are there any books you're really looking forward to reading? Sierra Simone is continuing her Lesson in Thorns series, Mm. and she's coming out with Harvest of Size, and I am so excited about that. I have been bugging her. She's so good. Probably once a week, like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And then um, Laura Lynn Page is continuing her Slay series, and it's a four-part series, but they're written as two duets. And so she just finished the first duet, I think last month, and now she's going to start the second duet next year. And I cannot wait for that. It's it's nice to read yes. series and not be able to predict what's going to happen next. Yes. And also not have a terrible cliffhanger because cliffhangers are tough. Right. They're really tough. Yeah. Especially if you don't get another book for three or four months. So true. It's tough. Or, yes. or years, um, as in the uh, yeah. Casper, the rumor. <laughs> I was I was bracing myself. My stomach was nervously clenching. Okay, so can you give us like a like a, a little baby update on Casper? We promise not to give you a hard time. Like it's it's all good. Like we know it's it's you know these things have to come yes, naturally, and yes. you don't want to rush it. And well, you know, Taryn has had so much success yeah. with the wives coming out, yes. and then yeah. crawl space coming up soon. Also, so. I know it's a huge hassle, but I'm so excited for her because she's got this opportunity for them to go wide yeah. and that's taking up time. Yes, absolutely. Totally get that. But that being said, hopefully soon. <laughs> well, I'm rereading Folsom and Jackal so I can be, you know, on my game when hopefully I get to proofread again. But okay. But yeah, I'm brushing up on it. And I'm excited for Casper. Okay, good. I hope people will still care by the time it comes out. Oh, they absolutely <laughs> will. In all honesty, like part of the fun is this idea that you have the opportunity to reread the series and get pumped about yeah. it all over again. So I think it's actually, okay. it, it can be a good thing. Thank you for that encouragement. Yeah, it's true. Do you guys feel like you read more at certain times of the year or like around the holidays? Do you... Read less or more than ever? I feel like 
sometimes it depends on my editing schedule. If I'm like really busy working on a couple of things at once, I won't have as much time to read. Um, and then also the, the holidays are sometimes tough because, you know, we, we. Hello. Hi. Hello. Oh, you're both here. Yay. Blame it on the holly. Blame it on the holly. Uh, Blame it on the holly this time. Holly and the mistletoe. That should be a song. We need to write that one. I'm just sitting here, okay? Mm -hmm. Did she drink all your tea again? Yes. Holly, that picture you just sent, I'm going to put that on t shirts and send it to all of us. I want one. Underneath. Blame it on Holly. Be a meme now. Let me just interrupt for a second to let you know that Living in the Pages is part of the Frolic Podcast Network, a podcast community of everything romance-related, from book club-style discussion, author interviews, comedy, critique, you name it. Find new shows to subscribe to at frolic.media slash podcast. And now, let's get back to our interview. Okay, well, after that rude interruption with technical difficulties <laughs> you were saying it depends on your editing schedule yes. oh yeah about when we read yeah if i'm working on a couple projects at once then i don't have as much time to read at home mm-hmm. because i'm working on a book but i feel like arcs come out like in bunches yeah. where Isn't that the you know a, a few books will come out at like the same time and so we'll ask to get arcs for those books and so then we have to come out with the review pretty quickly I think for me, I always have something to read. Like there's always something in my Kindle that is readable. Mm-hmm. I tend to take breaks, you know, when like I've had a heavy book or, yeah. you know, it's it's more the book that drives what the next book will be. Mm-hmm. But I think this year has been pretty good. It's been pretty consistent. Good. But I remember reading uh, Amy Harmon's uh, Sand and Ash. Mm-hmm. And after that, I was like, okay, I can't read anything for a little while. Like. Yeah, I need some time. I would say the holidays, we probably don't read as much just because uh, Erica's birthday is right around the corner. Yay. And happy almost birthday. Yeah. She's going to be older than me. Can you believe it? No way. No, that's not true. Well, I stopped aging. Uh, you know, <laughs> she's going to become a cougar and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Never trust a redhead. No, no, no. no. A blushing <laughs> redhead at that. Exactly. <laughs> well, let's do a fast five. I'll ask you questions and you answer off the top of your head. Okay. Favorite cupcake flavor? Um, Chocolate. <laughs> Last Christmas song you heard. A hippopotamus. Uh, <laughs> I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Probably the chipmunk song. Oh, oh I hate that song. it. Really? <laughs> yeah. So I can only listen to it when he's not around. I like Because it. it's awful. It makes me nostalgic. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, me too. For like five seconds. Oh, And then yeah. it just keeps going. <laughs> Favorite book, Girlfriend. Ooh. It's not Heather for Matt. Not Heather. I kind of like Heather. I like how mean she is. I would say Nora Sutherland from the original Sinner series by Tiffany Rice. She is dirty. She is dirty. But it seems like she would be so fun to hang out with. Yeah. She would just keep you laughing the whole time. She's just really quick-witted. She is. Good choice. 
Matt? I think as a husband, this is one of those questions that is a trap. Mm. And <laughs> I refuse to answer on the grounds that I may incriminate myself. That is a cop out if I ever have <laughs> Thank one. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, my, my book girlfriend is the, the woman that I read books with. Oh, and, and oh goodness. My word. <laughs> Go to meal to cook. What have we been doing lately? Greek chicken. Mm. Yeah. That sounds good. How do you make so. that, Matt? Because I don't cook, so it's all, <laughs> it's all Matt. It's chicken marinated in like spices and then served with uh, peppers and onions that are cooked in the, the lemon and uh, oregano from the mm. seasoning of the chicken. And then we serve it with quinoa and some form of a tzatziki sauce that Yum. we make with Greek yogurt and uh, cucumbers and dill and then like some fried... You know, good old healthy fried bread, fried, what is that called? Uh, fried uh, flatbread. Non pita yeah. for Greek. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. So good. Exactly. Do you guys happen to, I usually have a word for the year, something that resonates with me and I carry it through my year and it's like kind of my mantra or a resonating word. Do you guys do anything like that? Uh, we don't, but there is a phrase that's kind of stuck with me. And mm-hmm. that was in Stephen King's author notes. He talked about how he likes making the implausible plausible. And Ooh. I think that that is something that authors are just really, really good at doing. Not just him, but authors in general. So that's kind of stuck with me. I like that. Um, I'd say this year, uh, more of a theme has just been a lot of change. Um, we've gone through a lot of different things that have happened and, hmm. you know, we, we lost my dad back in June yes. and then we, I uh, started a new job last week. And, oh, wow. I mean, so it's all really good stuff, but it's, um, well, not the dad part, but right. you know, it's just, it's just change and just kind of keep going. Mm-hmm. What's yeah. your word of the year? You know, it's something I kind of, I meditate on it. I pray about it. I think about it. I think I want it to have something to do with faith and like a pressing forward. Yeah. I don't quite know yet. I haven't settled on it, mm. but I'm trying to round up to it before we get to the end of the year. Yeah. I have one. Ooh, Holly's got one. My word of the year is brave. Ooh, Ooh. that's a good one. It kind of started off with my road trip and then has just kind of continued with all the adventures that I'm doing and all the big choices that I'm making. That's awesome. Yes, you're definitely brave. Mm -hmm. That's my son's middle name. Really? Yes. (laughs) Oh, I love that so much. Yeah. Well, will we see you in any signings? Are you coming to the PLN retreat? Yes. Yay! Yay! Then we will see you there. Good. I'm going to tackle hug you. Same. <laughs> Can you believe Paulina's coming? Oh, my goodness. That is Isn't unreal. That and I heard that you and Christine are the reason that that's the case. So thank you oh, so much. We're just so excited. Yeah. I had her on the podcast and she was just like, you had me at retreat and you had me at Washington. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like, oh my word. That's she awesome. is just like the epitome of grace, I, I swear. Agree. I have one last random question. I remember last year we discussed our views on chocolate strawberries. <laughs> and uh, I wondered 
what you think this year the sexiest food is. Oh gosh, Matt. Yes. You know, I I'm still I'm still gonna <laughs> stick with the the chocolate strawberries because you know they're they're a little hard on the outside, but once you work them a little bit, they start. Oh to goodness! Oh my goodness! Melts oh bit. gosh. <laughs> And okay, it has that a you really can... juicy center that's really <laughs> sweet and delicious. What has happened to him? He's been reading too much romance. <laughs> Clearly, I know, right? Our whole world him. is going to be crushed when Matt stops blushing. <laughs> we will know oh, he I'm has still crossed blushing. over. I'm still blushing just saying it, but. <laughs> Have you changed your mind on it yet? Nope, still not sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's time to sing a song. Oh, my goodness. What about Winter Wonderland? As long as we can start with Blame It on Holly. Okay. (laughs) Holly and the Mistletoe. Yeah. You ready? Yes. Sleigh bells ring. Are Are you listening? In the lane. Snow is glistening. Blame it on Holly. A beautiful (laughs) sight. We're happy tonight. Walking in a winter wonderland with Holly. Is the bluebird here? Oh, what's the melody? Gone away is the bluebird. Holly here to stay is a new bird, also Holly. He sings a love song as we go along. Walking in a winter wonderland. Blame it on Holly. In the middle, we can build a snowman named Holly. Then pretend that she is Parson Brown like Holly. He'll He'll say, are you married? We'll say no, man, to Holly. But you can do the the job when you're in town. Later on, we'll conspire about Holly. As we dream by the fire. To face unafraid the plans that we we made, walking in a winter wonderland. In the meadow we can build a snowman, Holly, and pretend that she's a circus clown. We'll have lots of fun with Mr. Snowman, until the other kids knock him down. What verse is this? <laughs> this is the bully <laughs> verse. I didn't know there was a bully verse to Winter Wonderland. <laughs> My goodness. The things we learn on this podcast. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, that was just a given. <laughs> well, thanks you guys for doing this podcast with me again this year. Of course, it's been a lot of fun and a wonderful happy 2020 to you. Thank and yours. you. You too. You too. Absolutely. We love happy you guys. Moments. I love you. And I hope yes. you will come back next year. Hey, if you invite us, we're here. Definitely. All right. Have a great rest of the day. Happy holidays, you guys. Bye. 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 I hope you all have a wonderful holiday season, and I can't wait to see you back at Living in the Pages in 2020. Take care, guys. Don't you mean holidays? Living in the Pages is now part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts.